Welcome to the Partner Running Show, a show for runners and soon-to-be runners from around the world as we talk all things running. The Partner Running Show is hosted by a couple on the run, Sue and Andrew O'Brien, and proudly brought to you by PartnerRunning.com and the Partner Runner magazine. And now, on with the show. Well, welcome to this special edition of The Partner Running Show. I'm Andrew O'Brien, and I'm here in The Partner Running Studio with my lovely co-host, Sue. How are you going, Sue? I'm going very well, thank you. Now, something exciting and rather special today. A few weeks ago, we were in Phuket for the Laguna Phuket International Marathon, and one of the uh, booths, I suppose you'd call mm-hmm. it, that they had at the expo was for a new race, the Lanco, no, the Laguna Lanco Marathon. Uh, and uh, we met Serge, who is, uh, amongst other things, one of the organisers for the race. He's from uh, Lanco, which is in central Vietnam. Vietnam. Mm. And uh, we got chatting about this new race and how exciting it was to have a, a new marathon and associated events in Vietnam. Anyway, one thing led to another. We asked Serge if he'd be prepared to uh, have a chat with us on the Partner Running Show. And, and lucky for us and our listeners, he has agreed. So we've taken us a couple of weeks to match our schedules, but we've tracked him down. And so basically our focus for the whole today uh, is a special, looking at the Laguna Lanco Marathon and associated events. So what we're going to do is we're going to start out hearing from Serge all about the race. Then um, we're going to include a few tips on travelling to a destination marathon, for because so, for many of us, Going to somewhere like Laguna Lanco to run is very much a, a destination event. Um, Vietnam has been a place that's fascinated us for quite some time. Many of our friends have been there and said, you know, it's the it's, hot place to go. It is the hot place to go, particularly for um, a lot of Australian uh, travellers because it's really virtually on our doorstep in lots of ways. So unlike most of our sort of specials where we've been to the place and we're doing a, from the experience of already having run it, um, we can sort of give our top 10 things to do. This time we've put together our, our wish list mm. of uh, if we were going to Vietnam, where we would where we would like to go. And then last but not least, uh, drawing on a bit of research, plus listening to Serge and other people that we've spoken to, we're going to finish up with our top 10 reasons to sign up for the 2015 Laguna Lang Co Marathon and Associated Events. Indeed. Sounds fab. It is a fabulous destination and a fabulous race. Sounds it's going to be amazing. So before we throw to Serge, anything else that you can tell us about this new event? Uh, just that if you are looking for a place to go to be part of an inaugural event, but also have a wonderful holiday and uh, just be part of a special running experience, this sort of fits all of those different bills, I think. Now, we're going to ask Serge about it and talk about it, but it is on the weekend of the 24th and 25th of October, 2015. And so without any further ado, let's throw to uh, our interview with uh, Serge that we recorded a couple of days ago. Well, today on The Partner Running Show, we're talking to Serge Dietersheim, and he is, well, amongst other things one of the people responsible for the organisation of the Laguna Lanco Marathon. A brand new marathon held in central Vietnam in uh, October this year. Serge, welcome to the Partner Running Show. Thank you very much. Great to talk to you guys. Mate, this is exciting. Um, a, a sort of Laguna-backed 
marathon in central Vietnam because, of course, many of our listeners will be aware of the 10-year success now of the Laguna Phuket International Marathon. And basically the same people, the same team that have built up a wonderful event in Phuket are now doing uh, doing it in, in Vietnam. So it's, it's a great initiative. You must be very thrilled to be part of it. No, absolutely. And, and, and as you just mentioned, Andrew, I think the, the success that the Laguna Phuket Marathon has enjoyed over the last 10 years is giving us you know, a lot of courage and motivation and, and, and a lot of foresight to, 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 yeah, to give us a reason that our marathon here will be a favorite in the calendar of, of lots of runners in the years to come. We're, we're excited. So before we get into the, the nitty-gritty, can you give us a bit of an overview or the quick introduction to the Laguna Lanco uh, Marathon and events that are associated with it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the Laguna uh, Lanco Marathon, I would put in into the category of the experience runs, the destination runs. It's not one of the runs where you're going to um, pull off a personal best, first of all, we are in a tropical country. It is humid. Um, uh, second of all, it is um, it is um, just not that uh, um, course where 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 it's just um, flat running and 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 let's say boring running. I think people come here um, because the scenery is absolutely breathtaking. We're here right on the coast of of central Vietnam, which is literally tens and tens of kilometers of, of beaches um, and in the back uh, drop you have a lot of beautiful jungle, uh, jungly mountains and in between rice paddy fields. So it is a real experience to run uh, even a shorter run in such, in, in such conditions. Um, I think uh, the Laguna Lanco Marathon uh, just you know, dovetails what a lot of the runs here in Asia are all about. There, really, there's really a, a whole list of truly iconic runs um, where where people just come because they're stunningly beautiful. Um, it goes from the great success of the the Angkor Wat events. Um, you know, recently the Luang Prabang um, half marathons have kicked in, and people really go there because of the because of the the, the, the the travel, because of the, the destination and the combination of being able to run a, a marathon or a half marathon um, coincidentally. Yeah, we can certainly, um, I suppose, testify to how wonderful, what a fantastic experience it is running in, in Southeast Asia. And in fact, <laughs> we met you at the Laguna Phuket a couple of weeks ago there. And uh, then we thought, well, wow, this is exciting to have a new race in central Vietnam. We'd like to catch up with you. So in terms of the, the logistics, what's the date of the inaugural event? Okay, so we, um, we are actually going to do a whole weekend of, right. of, of, of running events. Um, it's, it's going to be the exactly 56 days, 6 hours, 18 minutes and 44, 43, 42 seconds. <laughs> uh, now that's the 24th and the 25th of October. Uh, that's a Saturday and a Sunday. And we, we wanted to have it over two days so that we can have a day of fun runs. We very much think of families um, when we do that Saturday fun run day. So that's the 
the 2K Kids Run. It's a it's a 5K charity run, and uh, it's the more serious 10K run. And then followed by the Sunday morning where we do the marathon and the half marathon. That's um, that's the um, the game plan for now. So that's the 24th and the 25th of October. Wow, that sounds fantastic. And of course, there'll be uh, some <clears throat> runners and families. Some of the run, some runners, some people will run in the five or the ten, and then they'll run the half or the marathon. Other people will come and cheer for family and friends one day, and then run themselves the next. And probably some people will come and volunteer on one day, and and then run on the other. So lots of great options, and it's it's fantastic that you've got that real focus on family and friends coming together. Uh, I suppose yep. b- before we go to the next bit, one thing I was interested in is, is just how you came about to decide to put on uh, the running of festival at, um, at Lanco. Well, um, that's a good question because there is actually a little bit of history behind sporting events here in Laguna Lanco. And as you might know, uh, the Laguna um, development which comprises of, of two beautiful resorts, uh, a Nick Faldo golf, uh, golf club, uh, a recreational water sports center, and uh, altogether 280 hectares of absolutely untouched um, natural beauty. Um, it, the place has a bit of history with sporting events. Um, since the opening, which was three years ago, um, we um, worked together with uh, Go Adventure Asia uh, in organizing triathlons. So there were two triathlons that happened here in 2013 and 14. And the third event now, we've, um, I wouldn't want to say we've taken it a notch down, but we, 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 we specifically took the decision to open this to a slightly larger uh, audience whereas the triathlons were uh, great events. Uh, we had uh, some top pro uh, athletes participating, but we felt it is not opening the, it's not opening the, the, the race to, to, to enough of the local community as well as enough of the regional um, and international runners or, or athletes that would like to come and experience this wonderful place. Mm. So that that is why we've 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 opened it up and and made it, if you want, so a little bit more mainstream because there is clearly much more running going on than 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 triathlons yep. here within Asia um, as such. Yeah. So just to, as a rough guide, though, how many runners are you hoping to get or expecting to get for this inaugural marathon or running festival? Well, the, the, the nice thing is, is that we, we are not limited by capacity. Again, as I said, the infrastructure that we have here in Laguna Line Co. really allows for an open, an open-ended starting list. But obviously, we have to be very realistic. Um, we would be happy if we could hit anywhere between five and 800 runners. And anyone else who wants to come on top of that is obviously very, very welcome. But no, we want to make it um, realistic targets, and and I think with uh, anywhere between five and eight hundred uh, runners, we we would have a, an absolutely great event. That would be an outstanding first first time to get that sort of thing. So, what sort of mix are you hoping to get? You, mean, you talked a little bit about locals and internationals. Um, what are your hopes in terms of uh, the mix of of runners and where they come from? Well. 
it's it, my hope is that it's just it, that it's just very very well mixed. Um, um, we didn't really um, uh, set ourselves a fixed target as in in percentage yep. what we absolutely want to achieve. But realistically speaking, we really want to activate the local running community because Vietnam is running, and 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 I think it is absolutely important that you have uh, the local the local running community joining your event to make up for the atmosphere and 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 and, and for for having for having this you know being a truly Vietnamese um, um, experience as well. But I think we're looking at somewhere. Uh, Close to 50-50, Andrew and Sue. Um, mm -hmm. um, we, as I said, we we've opened the registration a, a few months ago. We're um, we are way above a hundred international runners already, and and, and are obviously um, uh, topping that up with a lot of the local running clubs that are signing up at the moment. So it's going to be a real good mix. We we are working with people from China, so we hope that we're going to have. Um, a few running clubs coming down um, from China as well, and um, and I'm I'm sure it's going to be just a really great international and and, and regional mix. Yeah, I know it's uh, something that sounds a, a little bit foreign to our ears, and and we don't really know that much about running in Vietnam. It's a very popular, or it's becoming more and more popular with the local population. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I look at the when I look at the bigger cities, obviously there it's it's becoming very very popular. Um, it's because it's it's simple. You do in fact just need a pair of shoes and not much else, and and that really appeals to the local community. Um, if you look at the um, you know the participation in in existing races, you know maybe a a race that is within the region is in Da Nang, which is a city marathon, so you are running um, purely in the city. But you look at the Vietnamese athletes there, they are built for running. You know, they're, 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 they're um, you know, short, they're, they're, they're lean machines, they, 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 they run almost like, like Ethiopians do. So they're really built for running, and, uh, and that's great. So it's, um, it's definitely up and coming. All right, now, before we get into the logistics, one of the things we know is that often our listeners like to check out our guest or our guest's event online whilst, we're, whilst they're listening in. And so the, I think the two spots that we want to steer people to are, first of all, the website, which is lagunalancomarathon.com, and we'll have the link to that from the Partner Running Show. Um, and then, of course, at Facebook. Uh, and if you just go to Facebook and you type in Laguna Langco Marathon, that will take you to the uh, the Facebook page. And mm. there's lots of, both of them have lots of great information, lots of great photos. Yeah, the photos are very beautiful. Like when Serge is describing some of the, the beautiful mountain scenery and the beaches, there's nothing better than actually having a look at that, particularly when you're in a cold climate's winter <laughs> at the moment. And, and they look magnificent. We're going to get on and talk about it, but on the uh, the web page there at lagunalencomarathon.com there is the link for race registrations and accommodation bookings as well as everything else that you need to know so it's a, the website certainly looks spectacular Serge, you've done a great job with that Thank you very much, thank you And it is available, I think, I suppose not that too many of our listeners will be relevant but you click on the little button and you can get a, an English version and is it a Chinese version? Vietnamese Vietnamese, oh, silly me, yes, yeah. should, should have known that um, Yeah, so there you go, for, for, for all of our Vietnamese listeners, of which I suspect there are none, um, but 
we might get some. Um, I think most people probably listen to us in English, and but they are there if you want to send. Particularly, we do. We know we do have Vietnamese friends in in. Um, and Vietnamese speaking people who might send the link to their friends and family who would benefit from the Vietnamese website. So that's all fantastic. Anyway, let's get back to the to the nitty gritty. Yeah, we're going to find out a little bit more about the course, maybe yes. for the and what the runners can expect out on their marathon course or their ten k course, even. Yep. So first well, of all, starting, yeah, the, sorry, yeah, yeah, you go, go, mate. Sorry. Well, starting with the 10k course, I think that that's that's the first that's the first um, that's the first real highlight because the the 10k course is not actually leaving our um, premises, so it is it is staying down by uh, the sort of flat area in the in in, in the coastal area, and and it's uh, it's um, it's a beautiful 10k that takes advantage of the the golf course. We're actually Closing the entire golf course for the morning of, of, of Saturday as well as for Sunday, and um, so we, we are taking advantage of that absolutely stunning scenery on the Nick Faldo golf course, um, and, and the majority of the ten k of those ten kilometers will actually meander through the the eighteen holes on the on the golf course. Um, you know, speaking of the Facebook page, we really wanted to make this come alive, and therefore, you'll in our uh, most recent post, you'll find pictures of the the golf course, and that's exactly where you're going to run through. Um, the half the half uh, marathon and the marathon are then um, starting at the, the beautiful Banyan Tree Resort, right at the lobby, and um, it takes you. About three, four kilometers through a very flat, nice, uh, gentle road, um, um, which will be closed, obviously, for the for the event, and that gives you just a good um, a good little warm up because then you have a little bit of a kick. Um, there is a half, but a half kilometer, uh, five hundred meter um, hill um, that takes you up to uh, an area that we call Welcome to Laguna because from there we have a beautiful view. Uh, down into the into the valley, um, but so that that's an, uh, a 500 meter uh, little kick up um, go, goes up at about six percent um, incline, and and then down into the into the valley where where um, at certain times of the year obviously uh, it's 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 green 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 with with uh, rice fields. Um, there's often rather big herds of water buffalo that are um, fringing the roads. There's cows and goats um, roaming around and, and really not much traffic to begin with. And whatever little traffic there is, um, is obviously going to be um, taken off the road. Um, it, it's, it's, it's flat for the next 30 kilometers through little villages and um, paddy fields, as I mentioned. And then you come back and, and, and up the hill again, and then nicely downhill and flat back onto the golf course. And then comes the fun part. We're actually running straight through the Yangsana Resort. Uh, you're running through the pool area. You're running through our um, beach club area. Um, we're running through the, the, the gardens and the, the, the buggy passes of the Banyan Tree Resort again. And the finish line will then be right in front of the spa, very conveniently. So you can basically collapse right onto our spa beds, where um, our therapists will will provide 
complimentary massages at the end of the game. Oh, it sounds all so hard, doesn't it? it that was, last bit where it, uh, <laughs> just I was I was checking out the course the map and the photos whilst Serge was describing it. It does look spectacular. Yes, and just in terms of uh, the runners' needs and wants, um, plenty of drink stations available. This is a fully catered for event. Yeah, absolutely. The um, Again, that's where we're drawing a lot from the, the extensive experience that Go Adventure Asia um, have with their 10 years of marathon uh, organization all around Asia. Those technical aspects um, are, are planned to the, to the nines by, by, by Roman and his team. Uh, and there will, be, there will be aid stations, there will be um, water stations, and you know we're trying to to make it a little bit more fun and maybe provide uh, slightly different foods from what you usually have on a let's say slightly boring aid station. Again, we're 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 targeting the families that would have done the kids run on one day, and then mom and dad would do the the longer runs in 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 the following uh, on the following Sunday. So yeah, everything taken care of in a very professional manner. It's it's probably just worth pointing out there that um, sometimes I know when people are looking at oh it's the first time an event's been held you know what's the organisation mm. going to be like and and just to emphasise as as Sirs just pointed out that uh, we've been lucky to do a number of events with uh, Go Asia and Roman and the team and they're they're quite spectacular in terms of their organisation so it's great for people thinking of signing up that they can go with full confidence that the um, resort people sure as heck know what they're doing in terms of the accommodation and the food and they're working with a world-class race director so nothing to worry about there in terms of race no, organisation. because so, Serge did me mention that the weather is going to be a bit humid. Yeah, so so what, what sort of weather conditions are runners looking at on October 24th, 25th? Well, you know, traditionally, and then uh, I have to immediately put a disclaimer in because who am I to judge yes. the weather? <laughs> That's right. Yes, you can't predict exactly, but um, again, we've um, we've uh, specifically uh, chosen the October month because uh, the October month is is literally the beginning of the rainy season, which means that the temperatures are are dropping off. Right now, here in Central Vietnam, on a sunny day, you're still looking at uh, 35 degrees Celsius. You know, on 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 the beach on midday, that will um, come down quite dramatically uh, come September and October. Um, so we're looking at slightly cooler weather. Um, it should be in the low 20s, max maximum. Um, we do expect uh, some uh, rain, especially in the evening hours, which is cooling things off quite a bit. Um, and a little bit of a, uh, usually a little bit of, an, of a coastal um, breeze that starts to kick in as well, which which is is is, is quite nice, honestly, when you're running in um, in this area here. Um, nothing too bad, though. You have given it a thought. You know, there is the occasional day in October that that uh, presents itself grey, windy, and rainy. But um, again, because the, the, the longer runs are going across that hill into that beautiful um, valley next door, uh, that's a very protected area. It's, um, and the, the, the wind is, um, is less of a problem over there. So it's, it's going to be really good running um, conditions under traditional circumstances. 
again, I, I just want to emphasise that for, for people who might be thinking about it, Sue and I have been lucky that, you know, we've run in uh, Indonesia, Bali, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, Hong Kong, um, places like that through Southeast Asia. And the experience of the culture, the hospitality, the scenery, the you mentioned the, the paddy fields and the past, you know, buffalo and all that. All of those things are just so worthwhile making the journey. And, you know, because it might be a little bit more humid than you're used to at home, something, then it's like, well, you're not going to run a PB. You might be a little bit slower, but, wow, the experience is just going to be so worth it. So I think we can't emphasise enough to people why you should go for all of those reasons and not be not be overly concerned that oh you know it's going to be a bit hotter than you might be used to running at, mm. at home because it's it's it seems like it's going to be pretty good running conditions anyway but yeah it's just the, the with, whole ex, the whole experience is and so with water stations every two yeah. kilometers and all of that other attention to detail being taken care of for runners you're minimizing any discomfort yep. that you might be feeling with conditions too so so, so uh, tell us a bit about the accommodation options for people as I mentioned, um, the Laguna project actually compri comprises of two beautiful resorts. Um, uh, in terms of rooms product, quite different, uh, to be very honest. We have the, the Angsana Resort, which um, has 229 rooms and suites. Some of them are um, quite astonishing, actually, uh, especially the family accommodation. Um, we have two-bedroom lofts that um, give, give the guest actually three floors of accommodation, um, a, a sort of living room and TV lounge, and then downstairs you have the, the two bedrooms, and upstairs you have an absolutely stunning um, uh, open-air open, open air rooftop terrace with a little plunge pool overlooking the beach. So that's, that, that's at the Ansana where you have a real big choice of accommodation from deluxe rooms all the way to those lofts that um, I just mentioned. Next door is the Banyan Tree. Traditionally, it's for holiday makers that um, want a little bit more privacy or just want just to wanna treat themselves to a to truly luxurious um, um, getaway. Um, those are all individual villas. They all have their own private pool where, where you could definitely soak up the victory once you've done uh, you're 42 or 21k. So that's the two accommodation types or the accommodation uh, facilities that we have. Um, that brings you basically right onto the onto the starting line. Again, the starting line is within the resort, so it would be just a just a stumble out of your room. Um, the next possible way to, to, to be accommodated in central Vietnam or close to our starting line would be a little village called Lang Coit, the town itself, which is um, exactly 20 kilometers away from, from our um, facilities. Um, we will definitely have people staying there. Um, uh, the, the, the accommodation is... Um, Clearly more basic, but um, nevertheless, uh, we will uh, facilitate shuttle buses in the morning because, again, it's a 20-kilometer ride. It's, 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 it's really no big deal. Um, but again, I need to emphasize that the accommodation that is available in Lanco is much more local. It's much more um, basic, but, but for some, definitely a, a good alternative. 
So we probably should have asked you, um, how does, if you're coming internationally, how do you get to... Lanco. Uh, yes, to, yes, to, mm. Lagoon, to Laguna Lanco. Laguna Lanco, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's actually one of the positive developments. Um, thanks for asking, because the Danang International Airport, which is um, exactly 50 minutes away from the resort, um, is, is really ramping up to become something great. Uh, we uh, currently have uh, direct international arrivals from Singapore, from Hong Kong, from Tokyo, from uh, Seoul, from Kuala Lumpur, and then, of course, the two hubs from um, Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh. Um, Hanoi and Ho Chi Minh are huge hubs. Um, speaking of Australia, for example, you'd be most probably going through Singapore and then directly up to us or through Ho Chi Minh City or Hanoi and then straight up to Da Nang International Airport. That's where we are picking our, our guests up um, as part of uh, our accommodation offers. Laguna Lanco runs shuttle buses from the airport to the resort. So that is really um, um, not to worry about. Uh, we, we are catering for that and, and they're and are out there at the airport on a daily basis. Oh, that's that's nice for me as a traveller. I'm thinking just to have that all taken care of for me. I suppose the other option or other thing that I'm concerned about as a, a traveller or a runner is what are my food options mm -hmm. before and after the race? Well, the Laguna Lanco um, area here with our two resorts is giving you the option of seven restaurants and the, the, the thing that we're really happy and proud about is that we've been able to really create not only a different cuisine for each and every of those restaurants, but also a very different experience for each of the restaurants. We have a very casual sort of beachside cafe, which, um, which, which serves a lot of barbecued, uh, we call them the basket food. Uh, your basket of chicken with, with, with fries or your basket of chicken with salad and, and, and just very uh, happy food. It's called the Mumba. Uh, becomes a little bit more lively at night when we open the, the, the open air rooftop um, terrace where you know people can have drinks as well. We have an Italian beachside restaurant in Banning Tree. And then we have um, uh, another beautiful restaurant over at the golf course, overlooking the golf course. Again, very casual Asian food, but also some of the, the European favorites. And then we have um, three specialty restaurants. One is our, a Pan-Asian uh, specialty restaurant. It's called the Rice Bowl. Uh, you'll, um, you'll find a, a, a very colorful journey through the Pan-Asian cuisine, starting obviously in Vietnam, but then going to Laos. Um, we have... Um, we have even some Korean specialties. We have Japanese chefs that um, uh, put, their, put their dishes on the menu as well. Um, and then we have a, a, a Vietnamese specialty restaurant and a Thai uh, specialty restaurant. So, again, I think the whole weekend will not be enough for you to taste all flavors, <laughs> but it's at least going to be a, a good choice. Um, another thing that I would like to mention, um, if you, you know, are more interested in just venturing out and, and have a look what the local cuisine has to offer, um, 
obviously Vietnamese Vietnamese food is is just absolutely amazing, and there's something for everyone. It's it's an easy cuisine. It's it's very accessible and, and recognizable. Let's say um, specialty here in Lanco is seafood, uh, especially um, prawns, um, squid, and clams. And uh, you go into town and you have um, literally buckets of seafood that you can order off the um, off the lagoon straight off the lagoon. So plenty of options. Yeah, gee, some nice, some nice pre and post celebration meals. I would think would be uh, being had with regards to that. So, so, so people coming okay for, for the race or the weekend, and then it's like okay, I want to hang out in um, Laguna Lenco and be a tourist maybe for another few days or a week. What what are some of the things you would do if you were going to to spend a few more days or a week in the area? What 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 would keep you and your family busy? Now, plenty of things. Um, for us, on the resort itself, we 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 have made it our task uh, to make sure we provide a lot of fun activities, um, not only for families but also for the parents. There's a lot of uh, motorized and, and non-motorized uh, recreational activities. We have um, two world-class spas here on site, the Banyan Tree Spa and the Angsana Spa that, that provide really world-class uh, spa treatments. Um, but venturing out is, is an absolute must. We are um, in an area where we have three uh, UNESCO World Heritage sites um, within easy reach that is the city or the imperial city of Hue, um, where one can can still visit the sites of the of the the, the late uh, Nguyen dynasty, so the late uh, emperors of 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 this country, uh, and then there is the old famous uh, Indo-Chinese uh, little um, um, town of Hoi An which uh, also is a UNESCO World Heritage uh, site since 1992. Beautifully preserved little town and just beautiful photo opportunities everywhere um, and just invites to, to, to take little walks and, and, and enjoy the, the, the atmosphere. And then there's Mison, which is a, a very, very small version of Angkor Wat. In fact, the same... Um, the same period, um, it's a Khmer ruin, and, um, and uh, those three sites are all within an hour, an hour and a half, maximum two hours car ride away. So absolute must-dos um, for everybody who is here at the central coast in Vietnam. So not only can you lie on the beach or enjoy the facilities of a resort, but you can capture some of the historical significance, I suppose, and the historical beauty of central Vietnam, which a lot of us really possibly neglect sometimes. So great opportunities to check out some of those tourist sites too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Beautiful, mm. beautiful uh, tourist products uh, if you want, yes. So it does sound like if you're, um, if you're coming via, and I think you, you mentioned them all, but say Singapore, Hong Kong, KL, um, and you're coming in direct basically to central Vietnam, there's enough there for you to uh, spend quite a considerable amount of time, not just at the event, but enjoying the beach and the local things. If you um, 
say, well, it's your first time to Vietnam and you're going to venture a bit further afield, what would be a couple of the other highlights that you might suggest to people if they're going to spend, say, maybe two or even three weeks in Vietnam? Um, yes. I mean, traditionally, Vietnam is a touring destination um, known to, to the, to the long-haul traveler from Europe, from Australia, from, from the Americas for a very, very long time. Um, it's it's a massive country and it's it's so diverse um, that that you could easily spend several weeks only in Vietnam. Um, it really has it all. It has the interesting history, interesting to say the least. Um, it has the history. It has it has a very high culture. It has the the, the huge variety of food offerings. It has beaches that are really unrivaled if you compare them to anything here in central uh, South Southeast Asia I'm, 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 pardon me um, beautiful beaches uh, very interesting cities such as um, you know Hanoi and, and Ho Chi Minh City or the former Saigon um, so easily easily you can spend a couple of weeks just touring Vietnam and, and you'd certainly not get bored Yes, that's the that's the dilemma, isn't it, for the traveller of where do you do pinpoint your time if you've only got a week to ten days? And as you mentioned, flying into one of the more major cities, say for our Australian listeners, um, and then travelling from that gives you the opportunity to see at least one of Hanoi or Ho Chi Minh City as your arrival port, I suppose, if you wanted to. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that's... It's an amazing opportunity. Okay. Now, Serge, in terms of the um, promotion of the event, what are some of the things you're doing? And then leading into that, how can our listeners help sh spread the word and, and, and help promote this wonderful new event? Well, for one, again, we, we, we really tap into the existing running community that, that is loyal to, to events such as the Phuket event and, and, and many other events that are organized by um, Go Adventure Asia. Uh, that's a, a big a database there where we know these are active runners. Uh, they, they, they are runners that do love running in Southeast Asia. Um, obviously, we have our websites up and we have our Facebook page, which is enjoying quite a lot of popularity at the moment. Um, and then we are um, using our own uh, platforms, uh, our own meaning uh, the hotels that are strongly behind this, this event. We're using our own marketing tools to, um, to have the, the, the digital newsletter sent out to our clients. Uh, to have the, the, the banners sent out to, to, to our clients. And um, how can you help? Well, I, I, I think it's a great thing to have a look at our, um, at our presentations online. And, and, and there's plenty of options to get in touch with us. Um, we have people in our offices that are, that are picking up the phone and, and are very happy to answer very individually the the inquiries that come in and then um, as always with runs you just have to sign up and start training yes that is the uh, the other side of it if you're coming for the run as well as the holiday it's the training as well but again this is the beauty mm. of the way this has been put together that there are some people who um, you know they're regular half marathon or marathon runners in which case they're kind of almost ready trained anyway and they've just got to fine tune over 
over the sort of the next you know, couple of weeks, months ahead to the race. But then there are other people who might be planning, I really want a reason to go to Vietnam or I'm going to be, you know, there around that time, that a 5 or a 10K and being part of the whole event is very much on the cards for them too. So there's lots of opportunities for people to participate and be part of what's going to be quite a spectacular inaugural event. And I can imagine that over the years this will become... Uh, just a beautiful pair with the Laguna Phuket and the Laguna Lanco is two great events. Nicely spaced apart, a couple of months. Yes, you must probably do both. <laughs> yes, do both, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. Fit in the two marathons. So, so it's, what, if, what are a couple of the challenges in getting an event off the ground like this? It kind of just been all, all uh, smooth sailing? Well, look, we, we, we are quite used to the challenge of... of um, you know, operating in an in an in an area and a destination that is obviously not quite on the map, such as uh, the Bali's and the Dubai's of this world. And I think that's where the the, the challenge comes. That uh, not only for uh, the marathon event, but for uh, for our hotels and for for operators around in the region, um, we are in the process of, of putting this destination on the map, and um, and and. That obviously comes with very positive challenges, and we see very, very positive outcomes. Again, we we have opened the doors of our resorts and our facilities, golf course, and the entire Laguna area uh, just um, just under three years ago. Uh, quite literally, if you would have Googled uh, Langco five years ago, you'd have probably gotten zero results. <laughs> And um, and that's that's a challenge, and it's a great thing to see that um, slowly but surely uh, this area is, is is on the map, and and uh, that goes for the run for the run as well. Yeah. I think often it's the um, wherever there's a challenge, there's also an opportunity, and and I know that probably for the last two years now, so many of our friends and our people that we know that travel um, that have been to. Bali and they've been to Singapore and they've been to Thailand and they're now venturing into Vietnam and they're just going well why wow. didn't we go there yep. five ten years ago this yep. is this is the place to be so I think f- certainly amongst uh, um, you know, people in sort of Australian New Zealand area the um, the notion of Vietnam is a bit like it's the hot place to go yes, it's, it's the place to use those the exact word. To it's to. the hot holiday destination or place to, to check out and for some of those exact reasons that Serge was talking about, the historical and cultural aspect as well as the beach aspect. Yep. So it's it's got something to offer travellers of all different interests. Yep. Well, Serge, I think you've done a, a mighty fine job in, well, not just telling us about everything, but more importantly, getting people excited about why they should organise themselves and, mm. and sign up and get there. Um, what haven't we asked you about? Or is there something else that we, we've missed that we, sh- you know, we, we should get you to tell people about whilst we've got the opportunity? Um, well, one thing we're, we're, we're um, quite excited about as well is, is, and that's very much in the DNA of, of Laguna and the DNA of our hotels and that we're operating, is the, the corporate social responsibility aspect to to the event and and again that's really a, a modus operandi for 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 us for a very long time and we wanted to make sure that we we have a certain charity aspect to this weekend as well 
Um, this is now all nicely coming together. I'm working with my CSR um, department and mind me, yes, we, we do actually employ people here that, that only look after CSR activities and uh, even though it's not 100% finalized, but it's most likely going to be that the 5K run, uh, as mentioned, is a, is a purely ch for charity run. And uh, we're going to um, most likely brand it as the run for water. Uh, the idea that we have is we want to buy and, and um, install a water purification plan for one of the local schools around here. So that runners that are participating in that 5K run know exactly where, where their 10 bucks are going and they're going into this water plant, which hopefully we will be able to um, kickstart as the first time during the event as well. We'll be maintaining uh, this machine for another three years. Uh, and that is our contribution to the local community or the runs contribution to the community. So more, more to come on our Facebook page very soon, but uh, look out for the run for water. Nice little warm-up run for those who are doing the bigger runs the next day and, and, and a good way to get involved uh, positively um, with, with the schools and the communities here in, in central Vietnam. And that, well, that is an exciting and I think attractive option for, for people who are going to come for the half marathon or the marathon that they can then participate in the charity aspect with a, a clear picture of who they're supporting and the good that they're doing. Uh, I think that, that that's a great initiative. That This is a really nice touch. It adds another, another great reason to come and participate. Definitely. All right. Anything else that we've missed or have, have we, are we all done? No, I think we, we covered we covered our bases. Well done, mate. So probably the, what we want to do then is is give you sort of I suppose the final word, and um, to bring it all together and and put it into a a sentence or two or three in terms of well why you think people should come along and support the uh, Laguna Lanco Marathon or one of the other events in 2015 for the first running. Mm, yeah, thank you very much for that opportunity. Um, again, as I said in the very beginning, I think I think coming here and running um, any of the distances is is, is going to be a great experience. Not only because of the running, but because the 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 surrounding area, the the, the sheer variety of things to to be to be seen and to be experienced, even on a short time uh, frame like a weekend is, 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 is just wonderful. So we really encourage people to come here and do the run as a part of the experience. It is a beautiful run. It's, it's, it's a destination run that, that uh, in terms of natural beauty is, is certainly up there with the, with the very beautiful runs of this world. But you will taste wonderful food, Vietnamese food, You'll be very close up to the to the local people, which are which are fun and and, and, and very very warm, hospitable people, and you you will have a, an absolute mind boggling choice of things to do. Whether you just want to lay by the beach or uh, do your um, do your spa and beauty weekend after the run, or whether it is to 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 visit some of the most beautiful UNESCO World Heritage sites in Southeast Asia. It's really all at the, at the doorstep before and after the run. 
So it's it's really all bound to be a great experience. And yeah, we hope to to catch up with many of you uh, come October 24 and 25th. Magnificent. So, folks, uh, we've been very, very uh, privileged to have Serge with us today to talk about the Laguna Langco uh, Marathon. And for more information, as we said earlier, you can go to Facebook and uh, just type in there Laguna Langco Marathon or go direct to the webpage, which is lagunalancomarathon.com, and that has all the information. It's where you can enter, it's where you can book your accommodation, it's where you can check out the hotels, it's where you can ask questions, get in touch with Serge and his staff to find out more about it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we've got uh, you know, Roman and the people from Go uh, Asia Events doing a, a great job in actually putting together the, the running aspect of it. So, Serge, fantastic. You've done a great job and best of luck for many years of what's going to be a fantastic event. Yes, it'll be fascinating to watch this event grow and the inaugural one is always special, but I'm betting in about, well, if we get to the 10-year anniversary like Laguna Phuket, you're going to be up into the multi-thousands too. No, we, 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 certainly, we certainly hope for that, yes. You're listening to The Partner Running Show with your hosts, Couple on the Run, Sue and Andrew O'Brien. Proudly brought to you by PartnerRunning.com and The Partner Runner Magazine. Well, after hearing uh, Serge talk all about just the race, but Central Vietnam and the, and the whole package of options there and whatever it, it's certainly well i'm pretty excited yes uh, i'm keen yes um and so it kind of brings us to the first of the sort of three follow-ups that we're going to do to the interview and that is we're going to look at uh, 10 tips for traveling to a destination marathon so yes. it all it all sounds wonderful and uh almost always is but there are a couple of i suppose uh fundamental things which you can overlook that can sometimes get you into a bit of strife and sort of detract from the whole experience. So maybe um, taking it from number 10, looking mm-hmm. it through, uh, I'll st- if I start with 10, then you get to do number one. That always works <laughs> Okay, best. that always works So uh, the 10th the, the, um, thing to do when travelling to a destination marathon is wherever possible, and sometimes it's just not with work and other commitments, but wherever possible, you want to arrive at least two days before. So if your race is on a Sunday, you want to get there you know, on the Friday or maybe even the Thursday. And the main reason for doing this is you know, travel delays, particularly if you're going to fly, then you know, a flight gets cancelled, bad weather. Uh, if you're just coming in the day before, you've got no margin for error, big chance of missing the race. So to try and arrive two days before just gives you that extra bit of peace of mind. It also helps you then rest up and get into the, the local scene before the race. Yes, and number nine on the other side of the coin is where possible to travel the day after the race. Um, We don't like to think of bad things happening to us during an event, but there is always the remote possibility that you may need medical attention, uh, that for whatever reason you take a lot longer on the course than you anticipated, um, and it may mean that you might actually miss your flight or not be able to get to the airport due to unforeseen delays. And I think the other thing too is is just the whole post-run stress. Some mm-hmm. hotels are wonderful, they'll give you late checkouts, but that's probably um, not always, the, certainly isn't always the case. And so there's nothing worse than having to run and then, you know, already have had to check out of your hotel, not be able to have a shower, that sort of stuff. So if you can take the rest of the day, maybe have a, a massage, a nice meal, a bit of a walk, 
and just chill out and then yeah, either stay, the stay longer or move on. That yeah, really works better. Exactly. Okay, number eight, um, and this applies pretty much everywhere, and that is to, to, at wherever possible do your t- or plan your tourism for after the race. So you've spent all this time training and preparing, get there, and uh, if you're spending a week, you know, hiking around the island, going to all the museums, walking up and down New York, whatever it might be, you can kind of get tired, you've got an increased risk of getting sick, all that sort of stuff. It's further, more time eating the local food. So, you know, in your ideal world, you're going to come in two or three days before, do your event, and then get into the tourism. Yep. And... Number seven, to rest the day before the race. Just try to take it easy, get the hydration up, eat what you need to eat and not stress unnecessarily or try and do too much. But prepare for your event. Respect the distance that you are trying to run. And number six is to just check on the drinking water. So, you know, most hotels and resorts in places where it's not possible to drink the local water, they'll tell you and they'll give you complimentary water. But check in advance so you know what you're in for and just be very, very clear on that. Um, small price to pay to just be buying some water for a couple of days so that you you, know, you mm-hmm. don't get sick. Uh, again, it can ruin your whole, whole holiday and your whole event if you've been drinking water that's not up to scratch. Yep. And number five is to take energy gels or take whatever your special food requirements or nutrition requirements with you where possible. Uh, Don't rely on being able to buy your particular brand or your particular style of race nutrition when you get to your destination, particularly if it is remote or you're not sure whether there's even going to be shops nearby. Now, the two things here, of course, is if you you take something which is not pre-packaged and is sort of a fresh type food thing, then your chances of being able to take that internationally uh, or maybe sometimes even interstate are going to be reduced. So you want to check that in advance. And I mean, we've got into the habit of we just declare our gels or whatever it is that we're coming through just so that there's no hassle. We, we got hassled once because we didn't declare food and mm. then was told that it was fine. Um, but if you just declare it, you get through quickly and easily and there's no, no hassles yeah. about it. Okay, n- number four is uh, arranging travel insurance that allows for running. So there's two aspects to this. One is having travel insurance. So, you know, we're seeing a lot of uh, people at the moment from uh, Australia who are having difficulties getting in out of Bali because of the volcano eruptions. And so travel insurance, uh, for some that haven't got it or it's not covered, that's an issue. The other aspect to this is um, does your travel insurance cover you if you're running? Yes. So nothing worse than if you did um, need an ambulance or something during the race and you're, you then discovered by accident that your insurance didn't cover that. So you want to check that. Definitely. Now, setting expectations, number three, set your expectations to the climate. Now, um, running somewhere in the tropics or in Southeast Asia, um, even if you're running in summer in an event in uh in Australia even, that you might need to set your expectations to be slower in the heat or for the conditions. A lot of these destination marathons are, are exactly that. It's a destination marathon. It's not the race to try and set your PB or have expectations that you're going to set your PB. Just enjoy the experience. And sometimes it could even be the crowd too. Mm. It could be the more crowded and so it might slow you down. So, yep. again, there's lots of wonderful things to be gained, but um, you need to... Yep set your expectations so you're not disappointed now number two on our list is to specifically enjoy in many places the local cuisine after the race 
So, you know, if you are off to Brazil, Vietnam, even yeah, Vietnam, be little, uh, yeah, KL, all the, all the, all these wonderful places around the world that have incredible local cuisine. If you're not somebody who's used to eating, you know, say lots of curries, for example, then maybe don't try that the day before the race. <laughs> maybe the thing is to get in and stick to what you know, stick to what's worked in your training, stick to what you feel comfortable with, and then as soon as the race is over, there's a time to get out and explore and experiment. So, uh, again, most destination events have hotels which serve a mixture of Western and local cuisine, and so, you know, it's a good way to go. Just to again, you've done all this training, you've come all this way. Yep. You don't want to upset the uh, upset the old stomach just before the race. Definitely, and of course, the number one tip for travelling to a destination marathon is to include your shoes and run kit as your carry-on luggage. And we can't stress this enough. And uh, even just recently, travelling to Comrades, um, we saw this happen again. That. Uh, some poor girl had packed her shoes and her running kit in her luggage that it hadn't arrived. It was delayed for 24 hours. In her case, it was enough time before her actual event, but it meant that she missed out on the orientation run uh, that the rest of the group were going on because she just did not have her gear. Yeah, and nothing worse it, than having to buy new oh, gear, even, and, and often you can't buy all the things you exactly. need. Exactly. So it is just such a gimme. Shoes and run kit as carry-on cannot be stressed enough. Okay, so there's uh, 10 top tips for travelling to a destination marathon, including, of course, the uh, Laguna Langco Marathon coming up at the end of October in central Vietnam. All right, well, next up on our uh, special episode of the Partner Running Show, talking about the Laguna Langco uh, Marathon, is uh, our... We'll call it our Vietnam wish list. As we said at the start of the show, Vietnam's not a place which we've visited yet, so we can't uh, sort of give you the, our normal list of these are the top 10 things from our personal experience. But what we can do, having had lots of friends in recent years travel to Vietnam and had an absolute wonderful time and say, you've got to go, you've got to go. So combining from their advice and our own sort of research and preparing to, to get to Vietnam in the not-too-distant future, we've come up with a 10 uh, I suppose 10 reasons or 10 things on our wish list. And so number 10, again, I'll, I'll open the batting so that you can uh, close <laughs> the innings. Uh, number 10 on our list is, well, of course, to participate in the Laguna Langco Marathon uh, Festival of the whole weekend there. So Indeed, you know, it's the whole the, weekend. The 5 and 10 on the Saturday and then the half and the marathon on the Sunday or one of each. Yep. That will be uh, certainly at the top of our – or at the, at the bottom of our top 10 uh, in terms of reasons to go. Now, number nine is to visit the War Remnants Museum. Um, that's in Ho Chi Minh City. And for many of us, we've heard about the Vietnam War, but a lot of us have not really uh, that much knowledge about it. So it is always good to find out a little bit more about world events. So that's a great way to And I think it is, it's interesting over the years as, as we've been lucky to travel around the world and got to see things like... Um, you know, in Honolulu, we go to Pearl Harbor mm. or certain parts of Europe and you go and see the detention centres and those things. Um, you know, we're going to get to see uh, the Hir- the Peace Museum in Hiroshima. Hiroshima mm-hmm. in this is just another one of those things of understanding the history of the world So, yep. and, and meant to be you know, quite a sobering place. And number eight on our list is take a boat trip on the Mekong Delta. Um, stunning scenery and atmosphere and, of course, they have the floating markets. 
Now, number seven is to visit Hue, and that is the ancient royal capital of Vietnam. Um, it is apparently just one of those spectacular places to see. Um, obviously, World Heritage Site and all of that sort of thing, but you can go on a river cruise as well as visiting the Imperial Citadel. So if anyone interested in history, um, this is a great place to see. Yeah, talking about great places to see, some absolutely stunning photos, and uh, I'll probably pronounce this wrong, but number six on our list is to, to go to My Son Hindu Sanctuary which is uh, World Heritage. And, and I, I'm not even going to begin to try to do justice to describe the photos and, and the stunning scenery. It's just... Um, sort of like a mini Angkor Wat style. Yeah, maybe a bit of that, but it's, mm. just, it's just spectacular and definitely mm-hmm. worth seeing. And number five is to visit the ancient town of Hoi An. And this is still in lots of ways uh, similar to the way life was hundreds of years ago in parts. And uh, a lot of people that have visited this town just say it is so cute and uh, just a a really interesting place to see. And, of course, it does have uh, another aspect to it, and that is... uh it leads and leads us to number four, and that is the potential for a, the beach of vacation. Some stunning, stunning beaches in in Vietnam and Sue. You want me to pronounce uh, them all? That's why we have you on the show. Okay. Is, for, is for these sorts of things. Well, I think Nha Trang is one of the the ones that is most known to a lot of tourists and travellers. Some of the others I haven't heard of, but have got great reputations: Mui Ne, and Phu Quoc, and of course Hoi An and Lanco itself. Yes. So I was going to I was going to pronounce that one. So yes, so spending some time on a beach vacation in Vietnam is definitely high mm-hmm. on our list. Um, number three. Number three brings us to again, I suppose, a little bit related to uh, the, the Vietnam War, which is the Chu Chi tunnels um, out of Ho Chi Minh. City, and there's over 120 kilometres of Viet Cong tunnels um, that you can actually go down into some of them, I believe. Yes, that'd be fascinating to see. Mm. Uh, second thing to do, second thing on the top of our list, of course, is to go to Hanoi and, amongst other things, the old quarter, the French influence. Yes, I French believe. influence, exactly. So you've got the cuisine as well as some of the beautiful old buildings. Um, and I'm not sure how to pronounce this one, the Dong Tuan. Market, market and um, Water Puppet Theatre. I've yes, heard about that. Water Puppet Theatre. <laughs> yes. Uh, and again, another uh, Imperial Theatre. Yes. So. But yeah, it, uh, it is again, that, that really attra- attracts me, the idea of seeing that city and Yes, it does sound very exciting. Yeah. Uh, and now, last but not least, and, and without a doubt, everybody that we know who has been to Vietnam has raved about this and mm. I'll let you do it because... It's number one. Do. Yeah. It is the Halong Bay uh, area and... Really recommended is to take an overnight cruise where you do get to see these 3,000 or so islands lit up with little fishing boats and the lights of the islands. So you get to actually spend overnight on one of these very cute looking river boats, but also then cruise through the day and see some of this amazing scenery of these tiny little islands. So just one of the world's natural wonders. So that's our top 10 uh, things on our list. of doing Vietnam, it's mm-hmm. a mixture of uh, beach, the the history, the the, the war, and uh, predominantly around the culture and unique sites of Vietnam. Yep. You're listening to the Partner Running Show with your hosts, Couple on the Run, Sue and Andrew O'Brien. Proudly brought to you by PartnerRunning.com and the Partner Runner Magazine. 
Well, Sue, we're coming to the end of our special edition of the Partner Running Show, looking at the Laguna Lang Co. Marathon, the inaugural Luna Laguna Lang Co. Uh, marathon. Well, of course, there's not just the marathon, there's the half marathon, the, the 10K, the 5K and the, the 2K, so something for the whole family. Uh, and we'd be very lucky to have uh, Serge take us through and, and really sort of... Uh, I think paint the picture as to mm-hmm. what a wonderful event this is going to be. So to close the show today, we, we're going to, uh, as is our want with the, these kinds of shows, we're going to finish with our top 10 reasons to enter and participate, travel to the uh, 2015 inaugural Laguna Lanco Marathon. So number 10, well, for me, number, t- number 10, uh, and there are many more than just these 10 reasons, but our, our top 10, uh, number 10 is, well, this is a great opportunity to run either the 5 or the 10K on the Saturday and then run, in our case, the marathon, but you could run the 21K, the half marathon or the marathon on the Sunday. So to make a whole weekend of it. It goes over two days, uh, do something both days, yep. or maybe offer to volunteer and help out on one day or just go and cheer the other runners, uh, yep. but to be part of the whole weekend. Definitely. Number nine is um, enjoy the post-run beach resort that is Laguna Lanco. Uh, number eight is to run in Vietnam. Yeah. A stunning uh, location, beautiful scenery, uh, and just the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Number seven is to be part of a first-time event, and this is pretty special. To be part of an inaugural event is always exciting and cannot be duplicated. Number six is uh, just the whole experiencing Vietnam. It's a great reason to go there, and, you know, as I've often said, for me, I'm not going to not that motivated to just go to places for the sake of just going as a tourist. Uh, I like to find a run, and then that gets me into it. And, of course, I always come home saying, oh, you know, so glad I came. So the run is the reason to go and experience Vietnam and to uh, participate as a tourist, see some of the wonderful things to be seen in this in this uh, stunning country. Now, number five is to be a part of a top-quality event. And um, the Go Adventure Asia group are experienced race managers. They put on magnificent events. We've been a part of a few of their events and we know that Roman and the crew do a magnificent job. So you're not, it might be an inaugural event, but you know it is going to run smoothly and all runners' needs and cares are going to be catered for. Having stayed several times now at Laguna Phuket, sort of the sister race to this one, a sister resort, um, we can guarantee here that uh, the Laguna Lanco Marathon is taking place at a world-class resort with you know, great, great rooms, great pools and other facilities and, of course, wonderful restaurants, food and great service. So yep. um, what more could you want? Hmm. Number three, um, this is going to be a unique running experience. You're not just running around a city or a town. Uh, you're out in an area that you will get to see the countryside. And I think Serge mentioned you'll get to see uh, water buffaloes. You'll get to see the local people, some local villages. So you really do get a very unique running experience. Yep. Uh, and number two on our top 10 reasons to enter the inaugural 2015 Laguna Lanco uh, Marathon or one of the other events is, of course, there are five events and it's a great uh, place to go with family and friends. There is something for everybody, 2K, uh, 5K, 10K, half marathon and marathon. And, of course, the option of doing, as I said earlier, both days, uh, if you want to even, even more. So it's a great family um, destination and a great family event. And the top reason to go to the Laguna Lanco Marathon is its stunning location. We've got beautiful golden beaches, the lush mountain scenery 
around it, uh, the whole Southeast Asian experience. The Vietnam Central Coast is a beautiful place to go. And what more could you want? Yep. So that's our top ten reasons. There are many, many more because it is a stunning event. It's going to be it's going to be sensational. There is something extra special about being part of an inaugural event. And as you said, Sue, when you've got a um, world class resort with uh, you know one of the world's best race organising teams with a proven track record of uh, putting on top quality events in South Africa, you really you know all the risk in South South Asia, Southeast Asia. Sorry, get my tongue tied. Um, you really go. You know, yeah, you're in for a great it's, running. It's going to all come together and be yeah. fantastic. Uh, so on that note, uh, big thanks to Serge, big thanks to Sue, uh, thanks everybody, and uh, we hope to see you next week on the Partner Running Show. We'll have all the links from uh, the Partner Running website to the uh, race where to enter, uh, where to find them on Facebook, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So uh, thanks again, and we'll see you next week on the Partner Running Show. I hope to see you in. Central Vietnam at the Laguna Lang Co Marathon. You're listening to the Partner Running Show with your hosts, Couple on the Run, Sue and Andrew O'Brien. Proudly brought to you by PartnerRunning.com and the Partner Runner Magazine. <laughs>